0: The talking point on SAFM weekdays 9am till midday.
1: Welcome. To the third and final hour of uh, the talking point here on SFM, as we lead the conversation at any time, by the way, join uh, the conversation on 086 000 the SMS line 41391, or the WhatsApp line 061 You can also tweet us, by the way, we are at SFM Radio and you can hashtag SFM Talking Point. So, how much do you know about autism? how educated are you about autism today is world autism day and it's uh, what we're wanting to talk about on our health feature because the stats in south africa are scarce but there was a study that was conducted in the western cape that noted an increase of 76 percent in children with autism in schools right and the symptoms of autism apparently present early in the child's development and behaviors such as the way that they learn, the way that they speak, the way that they play, and the way that they behave in a social context. And in reality, though, these children uh, sometimes go undiagnosed, and they're ruled at school as difficult, as dangerous, as bad-mannered, as uncontrollable, um, as introverted, and is the result of poor parenting, because, you know, these schools sometimes will uh, always, most of the time or always blame the parent uh, without fully understanding what their child is going through. So we thought to have a conversation around autism and what it is and what we don't know about it and uh, learn about it with uh, Dr. Tule Gasa, who's a child psychiatrist and a member of uh, SASOP. Uh, SASOP is the South African Society of Psychiatrists. Uh, Dr. Gasa, good morning. Thank you for your time.
2: Good morning, Keith. How are you? I'm
1: um, well, thank you. So World Autism Day, it is today. In layman's terms, what is autism?
2: Um, thank you. Uh, just to uh, firstly, to clarify, to, welcome, uh, to greet all your, your listeners. Uh, I am Dr. Tuleka. So, uh, I am a psychiatrist, but not as just specializing in, psych- in child psychiatry, but a general psychiatrist. Okay. And what autism is, basically autism is one of the conditions that we find within psychiatry, which is what we call it's a neurodevelopmental condition, which affects um, the child's um, way of communicating and as well as social interactions and which may present in different ways or forms. By saying that it's a neurodevelopmental uh, condition, it means that a particular child, when they are born, they 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 will present with certain uh, signs or symptoms and it's usually because some parts of their development, which is in particular to the brain, has been disturbed or altered in some way. However, we do not know what the causes are. There are a number of things that could attribute to a child presenting with autism or having autism.
1: Yeah. So you say it, uh, the symptoms present pretty early in the child's development. How early is this? Is it at the moment of birth or at the moment of uh, uh, being a toddler? How early uh, do the symptoms present and what do they look like? Because from what I'm reading about autism, there is no sort of one size fits all.
2: True, it's not a one size fits all It's a a spectrum of uh, clinical features or presentations that a child may present with But when we do make a diagnosis for autism It's usually after the ages of three and four Because by that time we are basically assessing a child And the parents or whoever the child caregivers are They would see that there might be a discrepancy in how this child is developed developing compared to other kids, average kids, so around the ages of three and four. Because by that time, in a child who has normal development, they should be, number one, uh, able to speak, even if it's not fluently, but able to at least make up a sentence with three or four words. and. Two, they should be able to interact, be it with their parents, with their family members, or with their peers, other kids. And as well as we look at motor function, a child who's around the ages of three and four should be at least um party trained or in party training, especially when it comes to retaining um urine, going to the toilet to 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 pass their urine, while even though with uh passing uh, number two, it can it can be a bit of a delay. So around those ages, if you have a child and you you are just, you know, observing that child, particular child, and you can see, but my child, he is three or he is four, and yet he number one, he cannot even say two words or he cannot even make up a Uh, a two-worded or three-worded sentence, number two. He's a child who tends to be um, all into himself. He does not play with other kids. He tends to like to play on his own. He's a child who also does not like a lot of affection, touching, hugging. And for some kids, even when you try to interact with them as a parent or with the family members, they fail to maintain eye contact. And then you start seeing that, okay, maybe there is something that is going on with my child. Maybe I need to see um, a doctor because we always first uh, first point would be either going to your local clinic or seeing a pediatrician that I'm just worried this child of mine is at this age. And yet when you look at the developmental milestones, there seems to be a lag. And then that's where... It
1: starts. Yeah. By the way, <clears throat> if you uh, 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 are listening to us and uh, have a child with autism, or are suspecting that your child might be autistic, and you want to have a conversation with the doctor, uh, please call on the number zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. Or if there's any learnings in uh, 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 raising a child who's artist- who's autistic, uh, that you have made in the journey of raising an autistic child please share those learnings with us as we have a conversation with the doctor this World Autism Day. We can't, though, be oblivious, uh, Dr. Gaza, that in South Africa, uh, you know, where health care or health is concerned, uh, there's two extremes, those that can afford uh, health care uh, that uh, comes privately and those that cannot afford health care that comes privately. In terms of diagnosis, how easy is it uh, to, you know, to diagnose, uh, particularly in the lower-income communities of South Africa, uh, 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 autism? How easy is it, for example, for somebody to go to their local clinic in a township environment or a rural area uh, clinic and be able to walk out with a proper diagnosis for for autism?
2: Well, uh, in terms of... um, um diagnosing and with our healthcare system, unfortunately, it is a sad reality that for most of the children who or the family members who seek help within the government sector, the children usually present at a much, at a much later stage because, number one, it could be from a lack of information. Two, uh, it could be because of society and cultures. You know, for some people, they come from a family whereby if you see the child is not walking or talking, and then they'll say, oh, but then there was a grandfather or a grandmother who also had delayed in walking and mm. delay in reaching their milestone, so let's just sweat it out or do something that's culturally. And then if the, the parents or the caregivers finally take the child to a clinic, the the process of actually getting to a, di- a diagnosis can be severely delayed from, number one, a lack of uh, information from some of our primary head care Two, getting a child into a hospital which actually has psychiatric services with actual psychiatrists can also be uh, an impending uh, factor for that child receiving proper diagnosis investigations and diagnosis and a plan of management but we do have within the government sectors uh, hospitals with psychiatrists that actually do uh, assist in making diagnosis and a multidisciplinary team whereby because we need to have a speech therapist we need to have a psychologist an occupational therapist with um, the psychiatrist as well and they need to make a team that actually then helps in investigating, managing, supporting the family or the parents of that child and the child throughout the course
1: yeah so I mean what don't we understand about autism because uh, you know a lot of people I, I will uh, look at a parent uh, who's got an autistic child in a supermarket uh, almost as if uh, the parent is not able to manage their child because I suppose we also as you know citizens are so ill-educated around autism what aren't we understanding about it that we should know better so that we can be more empathetic to parents who who raise uh, children with autism, and two, the children with autism themselves?
2: What we're not aware of, Kathy. number one, as I've said, this is a neurodevelopmental condition, so it is a condition which affects the child's brain in developing. Number two, it is not a behavioral problem. Because when we look from the outside, looking in, we're thinking uh, an unruly child, the parents cannot handle the child and all that. So it's not a behavioral problem. As it said, it is a social problem and as well a social communication and interaction problem. It's like a child who is autistic, they are within a, a glass box. Mm. They can see what is happening, but they cannot reach out to to the family to anyone on the outside they're just caught up in their own little world mm. and uh, the family the parents and everyone else is on the other side we can see you but we cannot touch each other no can we understand each other
1: yeah and then it yeah. was it was quite interesting for me to read that autism is diagnosed 3 to 4 times more often in boys than in girls why is that yes.
2: Um, in terms of how uh, prevalence, it's it's usually more diagnosed with boys and boys tend to present more and it's it, it's also in the presentation. Boys are usually the ones who will probably present with, because of the challenges in regulating their emotions and the challenges and frustration also in communication. So they present with uh, aggressive behavior. So a child might be irritable, the child might be banging themselves, hurting themselves and that's how they they try to regulate or self-soothe so we will see it more with boys because of the behavior but also just with the in terms of gender we find that boys are, are, are much more predisposed to autism versus girls there are a number of girls but then it's mainly Boy, kids.
1: Yeah. Uh, There's a listener who wants to ask uh, a question regarding uh, whether or not autism is a genetic disease and if there are precautions that a pregnant couple should or can take. Or or basically, what they're saying is, is it avoidable, essentially, uh, autism at pregnancy stage?
2: We can't say that uh, with certainty, as there are multi, uh, multifactorial uh, things that have uh, are linked to the cause of autism, such as, uh, let's say, maternal health. If I'm pregnant and I am exposed to certain kinds of infection, and whilst my child is still developing within my womb, Some kids may be predisposed in that manner or if maybe uh, a a mother is also... abusing substances, there might be contributing factors. And for some, it, it could there could be a genetic loading in terms of if I've had a child with autism, the chances of that in terms of my other kids that come sub- subsequently could be higher versus a, a, a person who comes from an average family with no history of autism. Mm. So in terms of maternal, As a mother, you can do everything within your power in terms of you eating healthy, you not using any substances, and you not having any infection. Mm. But then still uh, post-delivery, maybe there's a complication during birth, a prolonged labor, and it affects in terms of oxygen going to the child's brain. That could also, it's one of the risk factors. Mm. So we cannot for certainty say we can prevent um, autism.
1: Okay. Uh, Dr. Gus, I want to come back and talk about a treatment uh, for autism, seeing that there's no one size uh, fits all in terms of how it presents in various patients. So we'll talk about that when we come back and then also take some calls from our listeners. It's World Autism Day. We are in conversation with Dr. Tule Gaza, who's a psychiatrist and member of SESOP. You're listening to SAFM.
0: Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM.
1: Welcome back, it's 11.22, it's World Autism Day and uh, we are in conversation with Dr. Tule Gasa. She is a psychiatrist and a member of uh, SESOP and uh, we are trying to decode and understand autism and uh, talk of the many layers that autism is about and how it can also be treated. We are inviting you as well, whether you are a parent or a caregiver or somebody who has already raised a child that's grown with uh, autism and uh, to, to have you share your insights on what you learned uh, from your autistic child the number to dial 086 0002032 and uh, we are encouraging all of us at least to learn uh, uh, to you know let go of our own uh, stigmas and stereotypes that we have around uh, children that are autistics Zero six one four one zero four one zero seven is also the number you can dial and um, I mean, the WhatsApp number, you can use to ask your question. Dr. Gasa. we have a caller, uh, Arnold in Hook. Hi, Arnold.
3: My name is um Good morning. So, um, autism, just like any nature of impairment, I'm glad that your guest spoke of an issue of awareness in the site. But uh, what I can say is that autism itself is, is um, divided into three patterns. There's your mild, there's your medium, and there's your severe. And with your mild and medium, sometimes um, those kind of learners can be taught how to do basic things. In some ways to a point that they can be taken to a school. Um, with mild specifically, um, sometimes it is, it, it, it is very rare to identify it because they can go to any mainstream schools with those uh, small signs or whatsoever. But then the most difficult part is your severe range of autism, wherein um, sometimes your 24-care system is needed with uh, certain provinces in the country, not even having a sort of care centers. To um, a medium, in most cases, and and this is what we've uh, been trying to check around, schools are very rare which um, learners with autism can go to, being taught from uh, knowing how to do home chores and everything, dressing themselves, brushing their teeth and whatsoever. But then my last point is this one. So... Um, It is possible that a child can have any other nature of disability rather than autism. But what I personally have realized with some of my peers when we visit our special schools, we realize that actually in some instincts you find that a particular child uh, does not have autism. But because of the neglect, for instance, if a child is blind, you find that the child has been neglected, has not been taught anything, has not been taught how to speak, then they end up making behind to a point by the time they arrive in a blind special school. Those kind of uh, schools will have to teach the child from scratch almost everything.
1: That's my contributions as Cajun. Okay, uh, thank you, Arnold. Uh, and I want you to comment on that, uh, Dr. Gasson, on this analysis that Arnold gives of the mild, medium, uh, 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 and severe. Is that is is that correct? And does it affect? I assume then uh, the you know the the symptoms of uh, living with uh, w- w- with with uh, uh, autism.
2: Yes, um, true, KG. Um, What uh, Arnold has said, it is true. That's why even autism, by definition of the diagnosis, is autism spectrum disorder, meaning that a child is within a certain spectrum. They may present with very mild uh, symptoms, signs or symptoms, and it crosses over up to the severe forms of uh, autism spectrum disorders and how their, their presentations they do differ for a child who may present with mild uh, autism uh, symptoms Autistic symptoms It may just be in a manner of um, There is difficulties in their Communication but when It comes to uh, behaviors As well as Intelligence because by virtue Of having autism does not um, Make you then Intellectually impaired But it goes according to severities So with the milder form of autism A child may With a proper an appropriate uh, management, they can be taught and they can actually leave um and normal or as normal as possible life where they can be taught to be self-sufficient, independent, whether with guidance or not. And that's why it comes to the point of um, management of autism. Management of autism should be uh, a multidisciplinary uh, approach, which means they are psychiatrists, there is a psychologist, a social worker, occupational therapist, a speech therapist, even a dietitian, as well as the family members, and then we also include schools. As uh, Arnold has said also, unfortunately, there aren't many schools within our country which actually helps um, our children who are autistic. There are some schools private, and we know that majority of South Africans, we cannot afford private facilities. So, in order to get a child into a government or a state school it could be quite challenging because there's such a number of there is a large number of kids and the the services or resources are quite minimal and kids do need to have this uh, multidisciplinary team to help in managing because if the condition of a child is severe enough that there needs to be medication that is implemented then um, the psychiatrist that's where they come in that's where we come in in terms of medication because a child who is autistic, because of uh, the behaviors, sometimes they can hurt themselves and also they can present with other comorbidities, other comorbid conditions within psychiatry. They can present with uh, ADHD. They can present with mood dysregulation. They can present with behavior in terms of aggression and also with any other of the conditions. So we treat according to what the child presents with. But uh, therapy is needed, cognitive therapy and as well as supportive therapy for the family and the child. Occupational therapy helps us a great deal in terms of behavior modification, things that can be taught to a child and the family can also be taught. It's inclusive of the family so that they can continue if the child is at home, as well as with speech. If some are having delayed speech, we need speech therapists, we need educators, we need actually the Department of Education, it also plays an integral part of management of autistic children.
1: Okay, Dr. Gasa, there's many questions from our listeners and we'll deal with those when we come back. It's World Autism Day. We're in conversation with Dr. Tule, Gasa psychiatrist and member of SESUP. It's 11.30. Dineum Daung is standing by with the news headlines.
0: SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading. Station.
1: Welcome back. It's 11.31. It's World Autism Day, and uh, we are in conversation with Dr. Tule Gasa, who is a psychiatrist and a member of uh, SESOP, and uh, there's a lot of questions. I'll go through them one by one. The first one uh, I think is about the issue of awareness, uh, because people don't know how to deal with something that they're not aware of, and I think autism is one of those things, and this question reads, Komozo, please ask Dr Gasa what is autism in isiZulu or you can tell us uh, they just moved it up while I'm trying to read it or you uh, can tell us what autism is in Setswana from Mukupu uh, Mukupu I also don't know and and I think uh, that uh, that is important it's an important question actually that you're asking I don't know in Setswana what autism is I'll ask Dr Tulegasa if she knows uh, what it is in 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 uh, in isiZulu But uh, the truth also is that uh, people, if you're going to travel in a taxi, for example, with a child who's autistic, uh, people want to know what it is that the child uh, has so that I suppose uh, their prejudices are minimized or they're more tolerant of uh, what what you're dealing with. So I think the language thing uh, comes and helps us with the issue of awareness so that people are more able to deal with it. Do you know, Dr. Gaza, what autism is called in Zulu?
2: Um, KG, we do not have an actual word of autism in Isizulu. However, we essentially just uh, describe it in terms of its presentation mm. or what actually happens to the, the individual. Mm. So if I would put it in Isizulu, if I can say it in Isizulu, yes, yes. I would say um yes. autism ese ese vela ukuthi sitholakale kubantwana kutuana, sisi tola galigo bandua Zibone kubantwana kusuke kube korona ugutiga mezega ugutize inzela inmondo yumtuana ngayo benzangay. Yo otizm is ebese ez umuntu ekula or umduana ekula i affek in ikupila wwake inlela abonanga yo izindo inzela understandangazo izindo inzela foti awazi ugu kumana wogu kuluma no mangyzenzo na bandu Ube Azu su umdwana uvanelekile. Noma nimbona na ye enbona kota gubengati assib asibonani asizwani ngobani inkinga kinga ila paja Uzwa teni ubona kanjani, bese guti no guti u iena u andasten
1: Oh, and then there's there's another question, Dr. Gasa. Molo and your guest. I get so worried when seeing pregnant women drinking alcohol, and I'm wondering if that could not affect the poor unborn child. What's your advice on that, Doctor? Regards upper ekokstat in KZN. Is it in any way uh, sometimes as a result of a parent drinking alcohol uh, while a
2: uh, uh, pregnant. It it is as I said, KG, uh, before that. In terms of maternal, if it's not infection, we do know of substances, and part of your substances is alcohol, because alcohol also affects how this child or this developing brain is forming. So we we could it also one of the risk factors. And not only with alcohol, with autism, but also most of Andwana that are born of mothers who consume alcohol, we do know that they do also present with challenges of intellectual impairment or having intellectual disabilities.
1: Yeah another comment I had a brother with a rare muscular disease uh, muscular dyst- dyst- dystrophy and I, re- I and I remember it was tough transporting him around to and from school he stayed in hostel luckily my teacher uh, my teacher mother could afford it i think special schools with quality features and teaching should be introduced in rural and semi urban places all over actually people go through a lot when relieved can be sought if facilities exist. I empathize with families living with disabled families. Make nice schools for them. I think that's more of a comment. And I'll go to another yes. question uh, for you, Doctor. That, this one reads, does autism go away as a child grows or do they carry it into adulthood from Mohau in Lesotho? It's, it's lifelong.
2: It's
1: lifelong
2: it's lifelong It does not go away, but with uh, the proper support and the management for some children, we can improve in terms of the quality of life that they have. But in terms of um, going away, in terms of remission or uh, recovery, no, it's a lifelong uh, condition.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dr. Gasser, I, I heard you earlier on, say, as psychiatrist, uh, at the point at which you also come in is, you know, at uh, the point where you prescribe uh certain meds for you know certain autistic children to have let's talk about treatment because I also heard you allude to things like diet uh, but it does sound like it's a, a, a an ailment that demands uh, varied levels of support from varied stakeholders what kind of treatment options are there
2: in terms of treatment kg it will basically depend on um, at presentation and at diagnosis the the severity of uh, the or the autistic child's condition so for some children it could be in a manner of um, our management will not involve any form of medication, but then it's more behavior modification and lifestyle and so forth. But for those children who present with the severe type, moderate to severe and with other uh, signs and symptoms, as I've said, if it's um, affecting their mood, if it's affecting their behavior, they are self-harming or they are aggressive, then we come in, we treat the symptoms more than the actual condition. We, we can't uh change the condition but then we we treat whatever the child will present with and also ensure that they do have the the services that they require and they need in terms of having all the other stakeholders involved in the management of this child finding the child in appropriate school uh, ensuring speech if maybe their speech is is developing but then they need therapy uh having uh, occupational therapies as well for behavior modification, because even though they may not, for some kids, they may not be able to to speak, but they can understand and they are teachable. So it it, it then involves everyone else. Yeah,
1: and then uh, before I play a voice note, there's another question which I think is is uh, is important. Uh, does ADHD have similar symptoms to autism? Can a child be misdiagnosed with autism instead of ADHD? ADHD, and vice versa. This question comes from Anonymous in Durban.
2: That is true, yes uh, For some, especially with, uh, for kids with um, who are on the spectrum But with milder forms uh, They can be uh, misdiagnosed either with um, ADHD or even autistic And remember that some of the uh, childhood uh, psychiatric conditions Have high uh, comorbidity rates with autism Such as autism with uh, ADHD Autism with uh, depression and anxiety so a child can be misdiagnosed in terms of when we see a child who, um, it, it, because of their, their poor um, communication skills and interaction, will think, oh, Mm-hmm. But because there are also kids who are active, they're hyper, we call it uh, hyperkinetic. they're moving around, they're jumping in everything. And then we say, oh, this child is also impulsive. Mm-hmm. And then they can be misdiagnosed to ADHD whilst there is this underlying um a diagnosis of autism or an autistic child because they may not be, they might be verbal but also presenting with that there is uh, inattentiveness because they don't concentrate, they're doing something else or they're in their world they're doing something else, then this child could be misdiagnosed as having maybe ADHD that, uh, as a different subtype which predominantly is inattentive so there could be, that does happen which is why it's important when uh, a diagnosis is made, proper, thorough investigations are done. And when we do assess children for autism, we do also assess for other comorbid uh, psychiatric conditions such as ADHD, anxiety, and depression mainly.
1: Yeah. We have uh, two voice note questions for you, Dr. Gassa.
0: Morning, Sister KG and the dog there it's andrew here from Renoster spread i've got a child who's about to 10-6 years old in a couple of months uh at home the child is very active and uh is rude and is stubborn he doesn't take any orders from us he doesn't listen to me or his mother he doesn't do all of that but i hear school is just quiet and he plays with other kids when he has two but it's just quiet and stuff but at home it's just a problem child he had a problem speaking i started speaking late even now he can't explain things to me properly a struggle to find out what went wrong at school or what's happening or what happened. So I have to pay close attention to find out what exactly that is trying to say. I've gone to the hospitals and then not diagnosed him with anything. So I was wondering what it could be because the child is only a problem child at home, hyperactive, very stubborn, doesn't want to take instructions. I don't know what it could be.
1: Okay, Uh, thank you. So maybe you respond to that specific one first, Dr. Casa
2: okay uh responding to Andrew uh, I would uh, advise Andrew to and uh, his family to be patient with the child and also to just go back and revisit uh, the hospital where they had initially taken the child. A child, he is six years of age. He had delayed milestones, delayed speech, and he still has, I think, struggling with speech, which could also be uh, part of the problem because he's a child. He fails to articulate his emotions, how he feels. So in that state, some children become frustrated. So the rudeness and the activity and the stubbornness may be coming from that point of view that this child also has frustration Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, he is away with his peers. He's seeing his his peers uh, in terms of how they are and then he views himself uh, in comparison to that. And also even at school, maybe that's why he's quiet, he's withdrawn because he knows that he cannot communicate effectively and and it's a different setting within the school so he's withdrawn but then when he's at home home is home home is where he's supposed to be free so and then at home the behavior will be different and hence we see the child as if he's acting out i would like i would greatly advise andrew to go back to the hospital and uh, number one he needs to uh, seek the assistance of the speech therapist. If his his child is six years old and still his speech hasn't developed properly, they need to be seen by a speech therapist. And number two, to find out if the child was ever even... Um, Investigated or assessed For um, hearing problems Because sometimes a child may be having Hearing problems and we do not know So they need to assess him for any Hearing problems, go back to the hospital For speech and also Be seen by the OT uh, In terms of now this is the problem If it's not autism, it's not Anything else, it could be also Just a a dysregulation in his Mood or in his emotions And he just cannot act accordingly So I would really advise them to, to go back.
1: Okay. The last question, and everybody, I can see that you've sent many, many questions, but time, you know, we don't have time anymore. I'll ask the doctor for the website for SESOP to see whether there's any info you can uh, learn on uh, autism. But uh, the last question is from Kaz in Durban, and I think it's also important. says, She says, hi, KG, what about life expectancy? I know an autistic person in their 30s. What is the life expectancy of people with autism, Dr. Gaza?
2: Life expectancy of a person with autism is, um, it could be shorter for maybe individuals with severe forms of uh, autism, and it affects maybe in terms of uh, movement, uh, impairing on self-care. So that person may need uh, assisted uh, care for all their lives. And they may also be prone to having uh, other conditions or, or infections and illnesses. But in particular, life expectancy is as of any other individual it's not shortened unless there are other conditions that complicate
1: okay dr casa do you Mm -hmm. have a website that says for for people to just go and read any info that you may have on autism there
2: Yes, we do have a, a website. It's www.sasop.co.za, where they could have inf- information. And also with SADC, it is quite helpful that uh, if you go to the SADC uh, website to get information on all kinds of uh, mental health-related conditions as well.
1: We appreciate so much your time and your indulgence, Dr. Gassa. Thank you so much.
2: It's my pleasure. And thank you, KG. I called you Kathy before. And thank you for allowing me that mistake and my apologies. Thank you so much for having uh, th-
1: me. Thank you very much, Dr. Gassa. That's us. That's our time for today. Keep it SAFM at all times. Don't forget The Full Circle with Bridget Masinger, beyond the headline with Aldrin Sampier. Uh, and uh, don't forget Top Spot with Michael Abramson. And it's time now for uh, the book reading. And uh, the book reading today... Uh, (laughs) I don't think I have info on the book reading, but it's time for the book reading.